Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym. And what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations around sex and sexuality. And boy, do I have a treat for you. <laughs> She's had quite the day and she Why legitimately... <laughs> And she legitimately wanted me to introduce her as Natalie Norman, the woman who thinks men are weird about sex. <laughs> I, I mean, did I get that right? You, is that, that is perfect. Is that correct? Um, yeah, this is my big thesis in life, right? Like ethos, like, or my big, like, um, I'm going to do, I'm, I think I'm going to switch from comedian into clinical sexuality Great. research. <laughs> And it's me just interviewing every man being like, I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain? Explain. Yeah. Um, this is where I am in my <laughs> sexual, <laughs> my sexual. Okay. Let me start off by this. This was supposed to be, I had gone through a transformation where like in early 2020, I had like lost weight. Not that that's a matter like plays into it, but I felt very sexy. Okay. Um, I felt very confident in myself and I was like, 2020, the year of my sexual revolution. Oh, uh, God. Famous um, last words. Right? And I think I've mentioned earlier, like, you might know this, that I lost my virginity really late in life. So, like, this was it. This was, like, finally, like, after losing my virginity late in life, having, so, like, a bunch of sex. Now I'm really ready for the revolution. Great. Okay, now you're ready. <laughs> yeah. You know, some of us are late bloomers, and, you know, hey, I'm yeah. really down for down for that path you know it is me and you know uh 2020 i did have some interesting sex with a man i absolutely hated <laughs> great <laughs> hey sometimes hatred brings on great sex yeah 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 you gotta get it you get it where you can get it right sometimes yeah and then you know a pan you might not know this but a pandemic hit hard what oh for Christ's sake. And it really, um, yeah, everyone was like, wah, I don't have a job. Wah, I'm depressed. I was like, wah, like, I need sex. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was ready, and then now this. Yeah, and like, you know, I'm a, I get the pandemic, still now, scares the shit out of me. Yeah, um, same, same. So that really put a damper on my 2020 goals. Oh, okay. <laughs> and... Mm-hmm. I started to gear up spring, I mean, sorry, fall of this year, uh, you know, found someone that I was ready to, to um, enjoy as a person and, you know, same sexual charisma as me. Um, and yeah, like uh, somehow it got muddied in the waters that me wanting to be very flirtatious, you know, send very nudes means something more than that. Okay. And I don't understand how men get that leap um, ever, like <laughs> ever. Like I find in my sexual history, a lot of men are like, you're really nice to me. You want a lot of sex for me. You're going to fall in love with me or you're already in love with me. And I'm like, I not necessarily, Yeah. not necessarily, but also n- most likely I don't know you well enough to even know if 
you should, if we even, like, I would consider us dating, let alone a boyfriend, let alone a partner, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, big leap to assume I, that. Big, big leaps. Totally big different. Leaps. Totally different. Sending a nude is one thing. So, Wanting to we, be in a relationship with a totally fucking different thing. Yeah. Right, and, and you know, each of us are different. And here's, like, a very interesting factor um, that plays into all of this. I feel like I'm talking way too much already. No, please do it. I don't want to talk um, on my podcast. People have heard enough about me, Natalie. Uh, there's never enough. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm surprised anyone's still listening to me Stop, talk. stop. We want to hear you. We want to know what's going on in your sex life. <laughs> Do we? I want to know yes. what's going on. Okay, so tell, continue so, by all means. You, you couldn't talk too much is what I'm getting at. Thank you. Um, so basically, I also, despite wanting a sexual revolution, still need to feel safe. I think that is something that a lot of people need to feel. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that casual sex, for me, includes feeling safe. And mm-hmm. I don't have sex. I don't have one night stands anymore. I don't have sex with someone right away. Mm-hmm. Personal experience plays into this heavily. Does not mean I can't do casual. Doesn't mean I don't want casual. It just takes me a little more time to warm up to you. And it doesn't mean I want a relationship. It's just I need to feel comfortable and safe. Of course. Men hear this. And hear relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this is where the real crux of the problem comes. Because I could also say to them, by the way, like, like if you ask me, I'm telling you, I need to feel safe. You don't, if you're not going to ask me more what that means, cool, whatever, but believe me. But then if you're not going to believe me, do I have to tell you in detail why I don't necessarily feel safe with you right away? How is this fair to me? Yeah, this is like so too much emotional labor. Like I've explained you why women, the concept of women feeling unsafe, like in, in a hookup situation or if like in an emotionally vulnerable or sexual situation, like I have to explain this to you. How old are you? How old are these men? Like these men are old. These men are old men. <laughs> these men are old men. And like, it's really, I really like, what they don't understand is I'm so envious that they can go out and like, I'm envious, you know, I think it's amazing that they can go out and like just enjoy sex, have it casual, not feel like fear of their safety, not feel that like someone's going to say something horrible to you about your body, about like your personality, about anything. I am jealous and envious, but my God, (laughs) of the freedom, but my God, realize your fucking privilege to, to experience the world like that. Yes. It's so fucking frustrating. Yes. And and why is it up to us to teach? You know what I mean? Like, ugh, there's go and fucking Google something. Like, literally, it's so easy. Yeah. Or like, like think to yourself, she said I need to feel safe. What does she mean by that? Well, ask me. That's the first question. Ask me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. And if and you, and then you can also Google why would a woman need to feel safe if you truly don't know. Yeah, if it's truly <laughs> yeah. baffling to you, then like maybe if we're you need not, to read a book. But if you're listening to this and not getting what I'm saying, <laughs> you have not been a person of society for the past five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where? What cave are you living in, or do you yeah. dwelling in? Yes. Yeah. So this is where I am right now. This is a very. Uh, I'm at the point where I'm like writing an expose for myself to be like any man I ever deal with from now on has to go read this on my Twitter. And I it's love very it. personal. I love that. 
it's very personal. It's vulnerable. It sucks that I feel like that I have to do this, but I cannot defend myself and make you believe me. Well, here you go. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe you can send them the link to this episode. <laughs> oh, if maybe you don't, don't even think have... I am. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think I am, I am sending this. I'm sending, I'm putting this link on my dating profile. Yeah, on your. <laughs> hey, guys. Safe, safe doesn't mean serious. <laughs> Anyways, continue. So, okay, Natalie, you, I, I can't help but, um, but address the fact that you, <laughs> feeling all of these things recently, that you started a podcast called Red Flags. <laughs> so, is that this is where this is coming from? You would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing you're not. What people aren't getting about the the podcast is I'm trying to learn. <laughs> <laughs> what a red flag is yeah um, yeah 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 because you know even and even if you know them like how are they like one thing that i originally wanted to explore is like are they mitigatable like can you forgive someone like is there so is there like a plus of green flags where like you know that red flag maybe is like you know negated right right yeah so it's like um conflicting and like Honestly, like at the end of the day, like I just want to be fucked. Is that so? I know. I know. Why has it got to be so fucking hard? Yeah, like I just like I just like don't understand. I I literally texted a friend this morning, be like, I don't get it. I literally offered. Literally, I am such a kind soul. I literally (laughs) offered this particular man carte blanche. Yeah to do whatever he wants to me okay (laughs) whatever he wants and like i don't i can't explain to you what's going on in his head (laughs) and let me tell you i took the best nude of my life for this man (laughs) because of my because i wanted to it's i like i like love taking nudes Mm -hmm. um if i'm taking them i take them for a specific person not everyone gets this collection yeah, it's not a general nude that you'll just, if someone wants one, you send it off. Yeah, This is no. like a thoughtful process. Okay, I have to explain this to you because I know Please. out of everyone, you will know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I take, I take my share of nudes. I take my share of pictures and videos of myself. So yes, by all means, yes, let's, let's but start also, this conversation. <laughs> but also, yeah. uh, I love that I'm out here being like, I'm the ultimate giving person. <laughs> <laughs> what a narcissist um but um you can have both well i don't think i'm a narcissist but i do think like that picture when was made on purpose to make him feel good and sexy because yeah. i wanted to like you know even if you're casually fucking someone or sleeping with them or whatever i like to make them feel good you know that's a thing of mine <laughs> of course yeah again like t- there are two things that are like you you can have casual and you can still like have the best intentions of the person in mind like that doesn't mean now that it's a relationship just because i want you to be happy and i want nice you to feel good and nice and be and be nice to you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that doesn't mean relationship yeah and if that does to you um well you know that's you but so basically, okay, you might have visited um, this website called Pornhub. Have you ever been to this? I've website? heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, we know that depending on your preferences, certain types of videos appear. One thing that I I often see, and it's never a category I've actually watched. Okay. And I think it's just frequently there is like 
<laughs> that porn category was like, I got stuck in a couch and my nephew needed to fuck me to get me out. <laughs> I can't say I've ever come across that one, but you haven't. <laughs> my or like it's like I'm stuck in a dryer. <laughs> oh my god, that's great! The algorithm. <laughs> it's. Oh I think god. that the algorithm is giving me the silliest videos. That's so funny. I love that for you so much. That's so funny. Well, and it's like a whole. It's a huge category where it's. It's basically. Like it doesn't, it does involve a lot of like, um, and like stepson, stepsister play, whatever play. I don't know. Incest play. Yeah. Incest play. Yeah. Um, it involves a lot of like power dynamics, but it's usually like a woman stuck in something like a couch, (laughs) a a table, a window. And like, truly you're like looking at this and you're like, I don't know how anyone could have been stuck in a window. (laughs) (laughs) But lo and behold, well, let's watch and find out. And then it's kind of always like, um, it's not like, I'm going to say like, it's kind of on the verge of like, you know, the guy took advantage of the scenario. Yeah, like con, non-con. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Because she's stuck and she's helpless. So the person is fucking her and doing whatever they want to her because she's stuck. Yeah. That's kind of hot. It is. I, yeah. Listen, the idea of it's hot, it is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. And me and, you know, this gentleman had talked about how funny that particular, like we both knew about that, that genre. category. Yes, that genre. Yes. And one night, listen, it's a pandemic. I don't leave my house. I got a, I got a lot of energy sometimes. And I, I need to know like, where you got yourself stuck. Okay, I well, need, I'm getting need, to it. I need to know right now. <laughs> I'm getting to <laughs> I, I had some time. It literally didn't take me that long. Honestly, I'm very good at photos. Um, I have a selfie tripod. I, I put it in my living room Yep. Um, near my couch. Uh, I put on some lacy panties. I got Love stuck it. in the couch. I had a, like a selfie <laughs> clicker. Yeah. Clicked, clicked away. Mm-hmm. I got uh, in maybe like um, 10 minutes. I got some honestly beautiful photos in my opinion. Like. Huge I ass, I believe really it. stuck. My couch, my my living room really has stuck. a beautiful color scheme. <laughs> the color story was yeah. Yeah, the color story is perfect. And I'm the kind of person that like you know I take one set of selfies and I'm like you know what I'm dressed like this, might as well try under my other couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already all done up. Yeah, let's just so really try and <laughs> let's bang it out right now. I got some other ones, and by accident I took the photos live, which. Means if you take them live, you can turn them into a boomerang. Oh, yay! Right? So, like, I made some that were also like my ash struggling to stay, like, shaking. Natalie, okay, as, okay, I would be so ecstatic to receive these pictures from someone. Like, this is so fun. That, it's so fun. And the message I sent with the first one was literally, honestly, the best <laughs> message I've ever written. Okay? I took some time. I got, you know, I li- really picked the best one. I had taken like 50. Mm-hmm. You know, I really thought about what is the best angles, what looks gets the best story across. And then I wrote his name and I go, help. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh no, I'm stuck in the couch and I need someone's come to get me out of here. <laughs> the best sex to anyone has possibly ever written. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I know he loves it um, because who he wouldn't? Must. He must. 
no, he, 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 after many weeks told me how much he loved it. Um, hmm. And listen, it's a pandemic. I'm not upset about like everyone's communications off. Everyone is suffering in their own way, like and dealing with this, you know, like I've definitely had my spirals. People are having their avoidance. Yep. I'm going to respect that because it's a very extenuating circumstance. I'm also confident enough to know that this particular person, how much they'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent it out with like, here's this insane thing I did. I know you're going to like it. Just fucking use it. And like in an ideal situation, you send me a, a video of you coming on <laughs> a printed version of yeah, the picture. You, yes. You asked for, I love that. Yeah. If, if they have a printer, I mean, no one has a printer nowadays, but yeah, I have a printer. <laughs> But yes, yes, you literally asked for the come to help you. So ideally, yes, something where they were doing something where they're coming and sending it back your way. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't, I don't need it like right away. I'm like, I'm not in a rush. (laughs) But are you getting at, are you getting at the point that he didn't respond to this? No, I'm getting at the point that somehow all of this um, confuses men to think that I'm ready to marry them. (laughs) I was going to say, did he not give you a good response? Because this seems like a lot of work, a lot of thought, a lot of care. I mean, I, I did. I, I mean, I got a response. I got a response. Good. Definitely okay, not in good. a timely manner. Oh, God. Well, there's that. And I'm saying, but... and I'm like, listen, I understand that. And like, listen, I do think it could have been, you know, flirtier and definitely like, you know, oh, my God, I can't like laughing. I can't believe you did this. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. a little, I definitely, but I'm not going to be hard on him for that. You know, once again, like, I truly understand mental health. I think, like, so many of us are barely keeping our heads out of water. The whole intention of it was just truly for him to enjoy that. And once again, I really am secure enough. Like, I'm overly secure to know the excitement this caused for him. Great. Good. Okay, good. It's just, like, where do we make the leap from me getting stuck in a couch for me (laughs) expecting that we're going to have a relationship? Like, yes. Like, for me, okay, what I'm understanding from this is, like... I feel like you've become my therapist today, and now I'm, <laughs> like, I don't know if I can send this to him, but, like, because it's, like, I'm, like, tr- it's, like, the person I am is, like, I don't want to be hard on him, and, like, I don't know what he's going through, because, like, truly, like, as you heard before we saw this podcast, we're all going through a fucking lot, but... So much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just having a really hard time of, like, I don't know why, like, someone... Like, you're not, he's not fucking me right now. (laughs) How dare he? But, like, like, this is something that I would do, like, you know, and, and sell a photo set, like, of this. You know what I mean? If I did this, like, I would be, I would be selling it. Like, it literally has nothing to do with, I don't know. Yeah, about feelings. Yeah, about feelings. There you go. Like, I'd create this fun, sexy thing. It'd be kind of fun to do. It'd give me a project for the day. It's like, you know, reinforcing my, like, good body image. Like, you know, I'm, like, creating this sexy thing. And then, hey, I'm going to share it with this person that I would like to fuck. Um, But, like, for me, it's so separate. It's, like, literally, I would shoot this thing to sell. And it is separate for me. Like, to me, like... Yes, obviously sex and relationships go hand in hand from time to time, but it's not, you know, like you said, not necessarily. And like, I don't know, like, the thing is, like, I'm very, like, if you're in my life in any capacity, and I feel like you, like, you really, like, you know, 
think I'm sexy or you think I'm kind or whatever, I gotta care. I'm gonna care to an extent about you. It doesn't I like I doesn't mean I know how I want you in my life. It doesn't mean that I have these like abundance of feelings. I just a caring person and it yeah. feels crazy to say that, but I feel like that gets so misconstrued for men and it's a real fuck up for my sex life. Yeah, because this is an interesting conversation of like this idea of casual, right? It can be interpreted in a lot of ways. And when we say, oh, I'm just looking for something casual, that means something that can mean something totally different from the person saying it to the person hearing it, right? right? And I feel like specifically, yeah, with a lot of men, they equate casual to having absolutely no feelings attached whatsoever, which is insane because why do you have people in your life? to connect with them and because you like them you like to be around them for whatever reason like it could be a lot of different ways the relationship can look but you have people in your life because you enjoy having them in your life so like you can you literally for me it's very difficult to think of having like being vulnerable in front of somebody or giving somebody my time and energy who i literally have absolutely no feelings for whatsoever like, that's impossible. Why would I do that? I mean, some people can do that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and get they can go get theirs, yeah. And that's fine. That is totally fine and But for that to be the assumption. Right, but, and, but also to be the assumption that I do have feelings. Yeah. Right? Like, if you can be casual, I can also detach from that and be casual. I can also still respect you as a person and care about your well-being yeah like that's that's what i'm saying like i think it right, should, right, right, right. i think it's more should be understood that we care about people that we have in our lives it doesn't mean we want to have a monogamous fucking relationship with them it doesn't mean we want to date them but if somebody is in your sphere your personal sphere and you're letting them into your personal place you care about them in some way you have to or else why would you let them there Right. And it's like, yeah, why would I like, why would you want to continue with me? If you, like, if you literally have no feelings whatsoever, not even like wanting me to be happy or wanting me to have a nice thing or like whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's just a really interesting paradox for me, because like, I just think like, I think as people, we should care about each other. Yes. Baseline. So like, baseline. That's, the, that's the, the least we can do. <laughs> the least we can do and like I think the problem like lies between caring and you know people thinking what does this mean yeah what does the caring mean and sometimes it's just hey you told me you're having a hard time what do you, what do you want, want me to tell you to fuck off because that's insanity yeah because that's because I have to keep it casual no you're a person in my life I care about you so I'm gonna be like hey is there anything I can do for you today or whatever and it, and another thing is, like, I don't put expect, like, it also think comes to, like, putting expectations on what the caring or the kindness or whatever it is. Yeah. And to me, like, caring is caring. There's no expectations or thoughts beyond that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Like, you know, I care about my friends. I don't expect them to do ABC for me. Right? Yeah. Like, sure, like, ideally, they're there for me when I need them, but you know, it, it's the it's the implementation of like, oh, she cares about me. She must be expecting this. And I'm like, no, no, shut it's... up. <laughs> shut up. I can be caring. And, and like normal people don't put expectations on people like especially such large ones. 
without even knowing the person better or discussing it with the other person. Or like, if I have an expectation, do you not think I have enough autonomy to express it to you in a mature way? Yeah. You know what I think this comes from? Because um, toxic masculinity and all that, men are brought up to not express their emotions regularly, right? Casually. To their friends, to hookups, to people they're casually dating, um, family. Like, they're not brought up to do that. So to see... So I imagine... Mm-hmm. If I am cultured that way, I imagine that the only real times that I'm going to be emotionally vulnerable or expressing real love and affection or caring, you know, is going to be in a scenario where it's like one person, like a monogamous relationship, for example. So it might baffle me to and it might it might lead me to misinterpret somebody caring for me and showing overt emotions towards me and um, I might assume that they want to be in a relationship for me because me that the way I have been cultured, how I process my emotions is I do it in these very specific, private, discrete circumstances with like a monogamous partner and nowhere else. You know what I mean? No, for sure. And I get that. I get that. I'm also like, you know, I think anyone who meets me kind of knows like I'm unnecessarily friendly to like people like just. I'm just friendly. I'm just You're very friendly. warm. Yes. I'm, yeah, I think I'm very warm. I always tell everyone that I have 17 best friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. I, mean, I love that. Yeah, and I, and I love that too. Like, I love all my friends. And this is the thing. Like, someone hears, oh, you have 17 best friends. No way. No way you have time to care and love all those people. A hundred percent. I can, like, yeah, there's times where certain friends feel like, um, you know, like they don't feel like I've showed up enough for them or whatever. But for the most part, all 17 like feel that I'm doing a good job I'm a you know what I mean so like you know what I'm giving you you might think is like large and big but like it's just so I mean I just literally I'm just a nice person and I and it makes me feel like I have to change that which is bullshit yeah which is bullshit like listen like I'm just at the point like if you can ask for sex you can also ask what my emotions are and what I'm expecting, and you can ask questions because, like, yeah, and and good sex comes from asking questions. Mm-hmm. And also, what's confusing is because he would like listen, fooling around with this particular person has been truly awesome, mm-hmm. and it has been a lot of space to ask questions and to Which be is like, good. this is what I want. Yeah, it's great. It's like mm-hmm. you know, this is what I want you to do to me. Are you? And then never feel awkward about asking it or intimidated and like, you know, it just, so it's all very confusing and jarring and like truly like, I just like, I like really just want to, I was like, like, you know, then I'm like, dude, like, I just want to send you nudes. I want to think about you sexy. I have so many other things going on right now. This is my fantasy. I can't tell you if it's going to happen. I like the idea of a possibility, but that's not set in stone. And, you know, possibility means it might happen, it might not happen, and I don't know why we have to think beyond that. Yeah. Some people just, I think it might be related to control, you know. Oh, of course. They want to, yeah, they want to be able to control it. So somebody coming in with emotions and, and wanting to kind of see where it goes and truly kind of play it by ear and, like, 
not have it set in stone right away and not wanting to define it for like a control freak that's like red flag red flag you know what I mean like that makes me feel uncomfortable because it's asking me to do emotional labor now which I'm not used to doing I'm used to just having everything be just so and not have to feel anything you know which I think is very guy is a guy thing you know. Yeah, it's it's what I learned today um, reading a document today. I was reading like a medical document and it says you may have male men may have severe male factor. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I literally was like reading this like medical document and it was like, oh, sometimes men have male men have severe male factor. I don't know what that means, but what I'm like, male yeah. male factor? But we, we generally yeah. understand that. Well, we all sort of like, yeah, severe yeah. male factor. Yeah. Men and... suffer from being male. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> men suffer from being male. Like, you know, and it it's makes like. makes perfect sense. Yeah. And like, I can be, listen, I'm compassionate to it. I'm empathetic. I want to understand. I'd like, you know, oh, like, unfortunately, like, Jess Bullion, my dear friend, says I'm too understanding and too empathetic, and she wishes I was a whole lot more of a cunt. (laughs) 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 And I'm always like, Jess, I don't want to be that. She's like, I wish, I wish you were just meaner. And like, I always just want to understand where people are coming from. And like, you know, but I also need that benefit of the doubt too. You know, I need people to understand me. Yes. Yeah. Not dampen your fucking. And this has not been a sexy episode, but like, listen, guys. (laughs) I, I, I don't know. You s- getting you getting stuck in a couch is pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at two thirty-one Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at comeasyouare.com. You know what that idea kind of kind of reminds me of? Like, it's a more extreme version of it, of course, but it reminds me just of, like, pinups, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oops, my skirt is blown up, and now you can see my ass, or what, like, my undergarments. It reminds me of, like, it's the same kind of energy as, like, classic pinup art, you know what I mean? Where it's, oh, oops, like, and it can be absurd stuff, too. Like, there's pinups where, like, the skirt is caught in an elevator, and the elevator's going up, and she's oh, like, oh, I- no! <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, the, your just added element is that somehow a dick will save you. In the, in the <laughs> I mean, the problem is, has a dick ever saved me? So <laughs> No. And the answer is a resounding no. 
Yeah. And I mean, like, I just like, it's like, I love, like, listen, I have a lot of spare time. I like to play dress up. It's a form of dress up for me. Yes, it's totally. imagination. And like, listen, I've been really killing it. Like this one particular person has um, what I can say my discovery. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I've sent him like 45 photos. I love it. Audio clips, definitely audio clips. I mean, I get this as a form of expression because this is literally like the job that I do, the stuff that I do to get that I sell and that I get money from. It's literally like the same type of stuff. It's like a creative expression. It's like an aesthetic expression. I have fun. I'm expressing myself sexually. Like I I get exactly what you're saying. Like, and if I didn't do this job, I would be sending it all to fucking whomever I was fucking at the time. Yeah. Look, it's fun. Like, and as if you're not, liking it like i don't doubt for a second like you're coming everywhere (laughs) oh you're coming all over that that printout photo of me (laughs) i know you like i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like what oh i like i just gotta say this i also have like a bunch of shirts that i was like clothing that was going through which is like just too small because you know i have a tendency just to overbuy things um and i was like i sent him a picture one day i was like do you think I should return this? I don't know if it fits. And like, it clearly my tits are just like overfloweth, you know? <laughs> just overfloweth. Which is a brand of porn in itself. Like the busting out of a blouse. Like, oh no. Or like the thing where like, have you ever seen like the genre where like you're, it's like kind of feminization or bimbofication where the tits are growing and they grow and grow and grow. <laughs> and it's like they bust out of the shirt. They bust like, you know what I mean? That kind of no, thing. but I really love it. Yeah, I do. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> I really I really love that for me. Uh, if I could make that happen <laughs> somehow in real, time. in real time, yeah, I yeah. would be totally down for that. And yeah, like, I mean, you know, if anything, I've been like really exploring. I do feel like that I have had the chance to like really like, you know, be my sexual self. Um, on the plus side of all of this, like, Mm -hmm. you know, with whoever this human, I mean, I did get to be like very dominating, which was really fun. Yeah. And I got to be my craziest sexy self, which is what's so particular. I enjoy about this person is because I am allowed to be really me in that sense. That's the best. When you make a connection like that, like regardless, like whatever the rest of the relationship looks like, it doesn't need to look any other way. But if somebody can just give that to you where you can really be authentically just, you know, if you have a high sex drive or whatever it is, if you can really authentically be that and be celebrated and encouraged and they think it's hot and like that's the best like it is the best it is like so much fun like let me tell you like listen (laughs) listen on our first our first we went on a very last minute date in the park Mm -hmm. um I don't think anything either of us were expecting anything we're just like whatever it's a Sunday night and it was like so it was so much fun and Mm -hmm. uh we went to uh, he kept on talking about Indian food and I was like, okay, I'm like getting really hungry. And he was like, if this date had gone bad, I was going to go to the Indian restaurant at the corner of this park. And I was like, let's go. Yeah. We went, they let us sit on the patio, just the two of us. Um, like we served ourselves, but we sat on the patio, the two of us. And like, you know, I got to be me and say this. I was like sitting across the table from him. I was like a little drunk. I was like, are you going to kiss me or what? <laughs> 
like, like I'm here to get kissed. Like, and it was like so weird because we're like sitting so far apart, like, at the, and it's like on a patio. It's like Literally not like cannot reach each other. Yeah, and he was like, but his response was like, "Yeah, you want to go make out in the park?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh, like you do not have to twist my arm. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. make out with me in a park. And like, let me tell you, very sexy. We started cleaning up the table, grabbed me right away, and we started making out on that patio. And I was like damn this like, is happening <laughs> this is damn this is hot and it's happening and then we went into the park he, i was like i don't i was like so excited <laughs> oh my god yeah and i like didn't know how to control i was like i don't know where do we where do we start where do we make out and he, like pushed me up against the tree and like you know it was just it was so fun and lovely and exciting and like at one point i was like got away i like stopped and <laughs> whispered in his ear i was like we have to stop my ta- i'm so turned on my tampon sliding out <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> but he laughed and he was like yeah oh, okay yay, he good. like totally down for it and that's what's so exciting because like i know a lot of people would be like "Ooh, you freak <laughs> but he was like yep totally get it started laughing his face off like because how can you really not yeah it, like but once again like somebody that really speaks your sexual language which for you is like fun it's like, fun. That it's, comment was like, it's a funny thing. Like, fucking laugh. And they're like, you're hilarious. Like, that means so much. Um, like, that's that's sexual chemistry. Like, It is, like, an, an undeniable chemistry. You know, like, you know, like, yeah, it is chemistry and it is good chemistry. And, like, yeah, so I don't know. But in the meantime, I did, let me tell you, uh, have an <laughs> So crazy. Um, he did it like we were I, this person and I were talking one day and he's like do you have a vibrator and I was like no and he's like oh weird you should get one and I was like okay well first of all that's your job <laughs> like, <laughs> not, not sure what's happening here um, <laughs> the, the miscommunication was yeah and I think he just meant like when I'm by myself and for sure that's what he meant but I was yeah. like mm, your job Anyways, a friend of mine sent me a link. They're like, oh, this vibrator. I understood that to be like, well, you need to buy it for me. Is that what you meant? No, no, no. That's what I took that as. I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Like, you need to put your mouth. Like, no, you just need to put your mouth (laughs) on my pussy. (laughs) You're the vibrator. (laughs) You're the vibrator. Yes, you are the sex toy. Yes. I will use my toys when I need them. Yes. Gotcha. It is your job. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, a while later, my Someone posted on Facebook being like, the Satisfier Pro 2 was on oh, sale. I love that toy. Well, <laughs> I had I had heard a, a lot about this toy. It was $20. Um, got shipped to my house in 24 hours. Oh, yes. Amazon Express. <laughs> it wasn't even Amazon. It was Pink Cherry. Oh, amazing. It was amazing. Came to my house in 24 hours. I bought not only that. I bought one for me. I bought one for my friend. And I bought myself another friend. See, caring. 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 Right. And none of them had asked for it. I was just like, you know what? It's, it's 20 me- bucks. It's 20 bucks and it's near Valentine's Day. Let's have a big party. Let's have a Satisfyer Pro 2 party. Yep. And let me tell you, men are out here canceling themselves. <laughs> I was like, uh, big mistake, men. <laughs> big mistake, okay? We don't need you anymore. I have the Satisfyer True 2. We'll yep. be better. Like, my God. I, I got to tell you, I, what I did that first time, I don't know, but my leg was convulsing. My leg was convulsing so hard. It's intense. And only, it's intense. And the only yeah. way I can describe it, like, I hope this doesn't offend people, but it was like I was getting electric shock therapy. 
Like, I'm not trying to offend you. Like, listen, it's just like, you know that, like, we, if you know anything about ET, electric shock therapy, you're like, leg kind of twitches. Yep. And convulses back and forth. That's how, like, powerful it was. I, like, stopped. I was like, I think I need a cigarette. Like, <laughs> I was, like, dazed. And I was like, I don't know what just fucking happened to me. I think I need to go to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I was like, wow. Like, I didn't even know my body could feel that, like, could make that particular feeling. Amazing. And... You know, it's fun. It's it was fun and it was exciting. I called all my probably thirty people the next day. I'm sure day. you did. I'm so sure you did. That's yeah, the most believable part of this story. <laughs> yeah, I I did have a cigarette afterwards. I did actually. <laughs> that all of this is true. I'm not making up any of it. I literally called like thirty people yesterday, and I was like, I don't understand why we don't all have this. Mm-hmm. Like men, like listen, this is a very hetero. I'm. Thing, so I just want to let audiences know, know that yes, I I am hetero. Um, it is often a curse. Um, <laughs> rarely a blessing. Always rarely a, curse. a blessing. <laughs> I called all my friends and I was like, men are canceling themselves. They are like we're. They think we're doing it. They've done it to themselves. Telling a woman she needs a vibrator <laughs> is like okay. What do I need you now? Because after that, the vibrator, after a weighted blanket. <laughs> and, <laughs> Weighted blanket, yeah, that's a whole other part of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a, a fertility clinic. I don't know what your purpose is. I literally don't know why you're in my life. Yeah, why yeah, are you and, here? What's it? And then I told <laughs> my lovely friend who heard Didi about this, and she was like, "What about kissing?" And I was like, "Have you seen what the Satisfier Two looks like? It's a little it's circle. A mouth. It's a mouth. <laughs> it's a mouth. I just need to put it on me. It'll kiss me as intensely as I like." Or as delicately as I like. Please tell me you've tried that. Please. Of course I have. <laughs> I mean, you have to put it everywhere. They literally come up with instructions on 18 million places you can, you put, can put it. You can put it. Oh, that's I great. definitely tried my nipple. It wasn't great for me. But, you know, yeah. you know, you put a, if you want it to kiss best, I think you put like a little lube. Um, yeah, to create I would a say seal. Maybe a silicone lube. I don't know if, depending on if it's toy safe. Yeah. Put it around there. Just delicately let it touch the tip of your lips. <laughs> oh my god, I love. It. I'm trying this immediately when we're done the pod. Yeah, it's like if anything, it may not be the same as a kiss, but it's definitely a sensation worth visiting <laughs> <laughs> and revisiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm very exploring. I also got myself like a whole array of. Uh, I got myself a start. I'm like really like horny. Um, Are you? I, I'm like, it's, it's like, I'm 34. I tell people I'm 29. I'm 34. I think it's like that age where you're just like, I need to fuck all the time. And yeah, uh, same. I got, I was curious about anal play. Ooh. So I got myself a really cute um, anal kit. Uh, Ooh, like, <laughs> like different sizes, like working yeah, like, to bigger sizes. Yes. I love um, it. Anal training you know, kit. Why not? You know uh, why the fuck not? And what I discovered is the first one went in a little too easy, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs one that's the size of a finger. We have ten yeah. of those on our hands. Yeah, why, it kind why of... do we need one that's like the the small as a finger? You know, he literally like I was like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> we've done it. Um... <laughs> Start with size two. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know I've got my bed restraints in for whenever that next guest you know happens to grace your household yeah so i love this i love that okay i'm still hearing that like 2020 was your year 
It's not enough of a year. <laughs> like, I get that. It wasn't the year you expected or wanted, but it was, like, also, you did explore your sexuality. You were more authentically in your sexuality. It, you did have a sexy year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and you know, and I am, like, you know, for years, people just want to say, like, people for years have, like, um, been mentioning Come As You Are, finally got around to reading that. Yay. Oh, great. Obsessed, poor, once again, Nora Didi. I called her every day after reading. I was like, okay, so what do you think about this and this and this? And then I almost sent copies of it to every man I've ever dated. <laughs> Retrospective reading. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm at the very least learning something. I think too many of us just stop wanting to learn, mm. you know? Like, I've had many partners like that as well, that, like, do it one way, the one, like, very limited kind of, you know, put the blinders on kind of way, and literally have no interest. And I just, it's difficult me to understand, because, like, I have a real passion and interest for sex and sexuality and sexual education. And, like, for me, I'm, like, I learn every day. I learn from every guest I interview. You know, I learn in every professional scene or session that I do. Like, I learn every day. And I have such a thirst to keep doing new things and keep trying new things. Um, and trying things on new people and helping other people learn in their journeys, too. So it's so hard for me to think of people that literally just have such a wall up as far as Going, For sure, you know, expanding um, their thinking of like what. I mean, what I would like to say that be. that what was so nice about this gentleman is he is was is willing to, you know, explore, yeah. um, which I do think is rare. It is, especially for men, because again, the thing of like the toxic masculinity thing of they need to know everything. They can't be seen being vulnerable. So they can't be seen not knowing how to do something or being like getting out of their box or, you know what I mean? Cause they're afraid to be like, to be laughed at essentially. Like that's apparently one of men's greatest fears is, is that they're going to be. And you think fool, to think right? that all of them want to be comedians. <laughs> Yeah, there's something there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. But you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I do think, you know, a lot of people struggle with that across all genders, of course. But I think that's more prevalent, like, for men that they just um, don't want to experiment or play, you know? Yeah. Yes. And I'm really about play in general. And it's... Um, Me too. You know, it's it's this is why, like, I'm just like, dude... At the bare minimum, I just want you to play with me and like let's have fun. Let's let's have fun. Life is so serious. Like let's have fun. Yeah, let's just like, be complete idiots. Like let me please. like for Christ's sake. I literally like <laughs> <laughs> that noise. Listen, I was well. I've been very explicit <laughs> about the things I want to do with him, and like <laughs> I I don't know many people are offering what I'm offering. Hey, there um, you go. And I will also say one more thing, uh, just to give myself a <laughs> boat of confidence. I'll just say that my blowjobs are spectacular. A plus. I didn't make him grade me. <laughs> I did Put it make on your him resume. grade. Oh, it is. I'll just say this: there was a lot of holy fuck. I don't even know what's happening. Yay. Holy fuck! Oh my god! How's this possible? Holy fuck! Holy fuck! Holy fuck. I, mean, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Listen, 
this is my fantasy, I'll quickly say it, where someone else is sucking his dick, I'm watching. God forbid if my family hears this. I'm. This is who I am. I can't deny it anymore. I told him I wanted to do that with him. It's not something I've wanted to really do with anyone else. No, what you and should be said, doing. Okay, oh, sorry, sorry. Continue and then I'll tell you. And he said to me after my blowjob, I don't even know what the point of having someone else is there. It's not like they would ever be as good as you. So, Aww, but okay, here's the scene that I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, because okay. you're such like a blowjob master, right? So, yeah. okay, this whole scenario of somebody else doing it, you would need to be directing the person in how to give like as good a blowjob as you give. It's So it's like this instructional, oh, you know what I mean? that's obviously, well, first it's yeah, like you're a little... Dire- you're directing the whole thing. Right, and that's yeah. like so hot to me because, you know, for me, so much sexuality is like like... Definitely, if we, we look into Come As You Are and, like, SES, mm-hmm. that's the, is that the, what's the one that's the accelerator? My accelerator is, like, incredibly high. Yeah, yeah. And I get really turned on by watching someone that I think is hot and sexy get turned on. There you go. Yeah. And so, like, that's, and it's also a power play, right? Where, like, you know, I'm in, like, to me, that feels like I'm in control of that situation. I'm mm-hmm. watching. I get enjoy. And listen, there might be some spitting in there. I haven't decided. <laughs> I can't believe I shared that so publicly. It was mainly, and you don't not need to take it out, but it was mainly the fact that I'm so good at blowjobs that a hypothetical other person would never be as good as me. I love that. That's that's the review. (laughs) That's what the Toronto Star says. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love that because like uh, to me I'm I'm creative and creating like you know scenes and role play stuff and stuff like this so like that that idea I'm like oh you can create so many fun scenes surrounding that surrounding you being just the best of blowjobs ever I'm like ooh, that's a fun concept to play with you know what I mean Ugh, and I am I am it's like I, I said at one point this is I said I go uh, you know this is Jewish women for you <laughs> <laughs> and that make, may, may, may make no sense to you. I am Jewish. And I, it's just this theory I have that Jewish women um, are particularly good at blowjobs because, you know, of the patriarchy. And yeah, but I am very good at them. <laughs> and all of my Jewish friends are too. <laughs> I know because I taught a few. So, <laughs> Hey, okay. So you've already kind of uh, like partially made this happen where you're teaching you you know, what do you your think? knowledge, Natalie. You can't keep that I mean, what, ha- what do you think happens at Jewish summer camp? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's teaching each other how to give blowjobs. And I'll just also say, this, this is, I keep on going. I, will, I, just, I just keep on revealing so much. I, um, I have a theory as to why my blowjobs are, um, are good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because I care. <laughs> that was not what I was you to say. No, there's an actual technique. I'm just not giving it away for yeah, free. You can't give it away for free. Oh, that's so true. You gotta create like like I was gonna do a blowjob masterclass joke video and then I realized TikTok would take it down because they take down oh, yeah, sexual it can't be on content. TikTok. But it could yeah. be on Pornhub, the aforementioned. Pornhub. Is that a thing? Oh my god, like, everything is on just... Pornhub. Yes. <sighs> Oh my 100%. god. Well, now I have something to do with my day. <laughs> the rest of my Tuesday is booked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I mean, for me, I love I love weaving sex education into 
sexual content. I fucking love that. I mean, yeah. And I also, um, a big thing for me is like, I just, I just honestly don't like, I'm, whenever someone tells me I'm good at blowjobs, I'm like truly confused. And this is something that I actually have, I'm curious about, Mm -hmm. um, people who have penises, if a blowjob feels better, the more you're, um, into the person obviously attracted, but also does your, um, your feelings play into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I'm... I would think so. And like what I'm thinking when I hear the word feelings is like, cause I'm a kinky person. Right. So yeah. like the fact that you're a dominant and you're doing a scene where the sub is sucking your dick, like those are all feelings. Like, you know, it, there's so much happening in your brain. Meaning right. what, like what I mean by feelings, you know what I mean? There's so much happening inside you that's related to this power dynamic. So I think for sure, like just vanilla feelings would be influencing how you receive that. I, how can it not? Right. Well, I'm also saying like feelings 100% like that, but like if you like a person more as a person, yeah. yep. does that play into it? And I'm curious about that because it's not that I've dated a lot of people that necessarily like me a lot, but it's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other podcast, but yeah, a whole other episode. But I will tell you that like, I don't think necessarily my jobs, blowjobs are that much different from someone else's. Mm-hmm. So what is it? So like that's Just... the, that's the, myth, the X factor you think is the, care. yeah. Yeah. Is the, how that's much you care theory. for the individual, how much you, you know, enjoy being around them, how much they turn you on, obviously, but like, does it get better the more you're into the person? Mm-hmm. That's a cool, no, that's a cool theory. I think, I think it would be dependent on whether their sexuality and their kinks are kind of tied up within that or are they separate from that? Like maybe some, if somebody's kink is more like they're using a hole, someone's hole, you know what I mean? Then right. it might kind of cloud that if you know they may have to kind of separate the rest of your relationship like the usual caring relationship you have from the blowjob um to fantasize about you being you know but like so that and i agree with you i also think though our kinks are connected to our emotions yeah i do definitely definitely like they are rooted somewhere in our psyche Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know what we've learned from mating captivity is like if you've read Mating in Captivity. I have not, actually. Wow. 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 Great book. Recommendation. Um, but 10 out of 10. Would yes. It's by Esther Perel, and it's basically the idea of can you have desire and love in long-term relationships. Okay. And read the book. Great book. But it's she talks a lot about how, you know, for some, for some people, it's really hard when they love someone to allow those kinks to come out. Yes. Yes. So it's like, it's just a whole psychological question. I'm asking like, you know, what, like what, cause we don't, I will say, unfortunately for men, we don't really, because it seems their anatomy is more in accordance with their body. We don't really, um, look into the psychology of what that means for men. Yeah. I think that's pretty pervasive, um, in long-term relationships, right? Like, like a lot of sex ed for people in long-term relationships is surrounding trying to spice it up and why, you know, why is the desire left? Because I agree with you. I think there's, maybe I should read this book because I feel like there are a lot of things happening psychologically that, that right. so inform inevit- that. Inform, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So inevitably yeah. when you are getting a blowjob, like something means something. Yeah. 
and that and I want and I'm curious about the correlation between you know how good a blowjob is received and what is happening in that particular person. I find it interesting because it you know, and I think a lot That's of women a study someone should do. Yeah, it's my dream to do that study. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. how you get it started on it. Um, but yeah, that's where, you know, these are the things I ask myself. This is, <laughs> this is what I do with my time. <laughs> I, it's basically, basically, I just want to know why my, I like have an idea of why my blowjobs are so good, but I'm trying to find wanna, like, like the, test it. <laughs> well, I want to find the definite a- answer so I can keep on using it. Yes. It's so I can become better. <laughs> self-improvement all in the name of self-improvement. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm. I love that because I'm very much into like dissecting stuff like that. So I mean, if you ever need, I don't know, some sort of data gatherer. Well, yeah. I'm well, your for, woman. I'm, we're doing it. We're, we're going to the kin. We're going to the Kinsley Institute. Goodbye. <laughs> And it's like it sucks because like so many, uh, so many um, sexual studies are like they're they're so few and far between, right? It's such a new field, right? So for we sure. really don't know. We really don't know so so much. So for mm. me, I just like that's my kind of instigator, my inspiration to like always want to learn more and more because like 100%. truly, as a as like humanity just knows so little. <laughs> about sex you know yeah and it's a great thing to learn about yeah Yeah, and to learn together like you know listen i'm really horny i'm getting my period like within the next few hours it's gonna be a rough rest of the day (laughs) i have a picture screen grab from pornhub that i keep on thinking about (laughs) i'm a sicko okay (laughs) hey the only thing i think is sick about that is the fact that you didn't pay for your porn that's the literally the only i know i know (laughs) everything else i'm i'm totally cool with (laughs) listen i'm out here listen you know what i i have a lot of issues with porn but anyways lately so yeah i mean they all have their issues yeah they all do (laughs) Let's be, yeah, let's be honest. However, Natalie, we got to save that conversation for another day because, because we are, I gotta go. <laughs> we got to, we got to go. <laughs> we got to go to the Kinsey Institute and just figure all this out. Um, can you tell us, okay, you, your podcast, Red Flags, what's going on with that? When, how often is it aired? Where can we find it? Who's Listen. on it? What's it about? Listen, I'm listening. Check, check out my podcast. It's called Red Flags with Natalie Norman. You can find all my information at Stalking Natalie on Twitter and Instagram. I post links to it. It is the link in my bio. Basically, the premise is I don't notice people's red flags. Um, and I invite <laughs> my friends on to tell me what their red flags are in dating so I can learn to be better at dating. Um, it's a fun little podcast. Sometimes it gets serious, mostly jokey. It's, so far, it's been comedians. I've recorded a bunch of them. I've been very... Um, it is a pandemic. I'm having a hard time releasing them on a timely basis. But they're out there. They're fun. They're great. And hopefully we can all learn something. Awesome. Anything else where you want people to follow you? Yeah, it's Stalking Natalie, just like on Instagram. Sometimes I do post thirst traps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some worth it selfies. just for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter as well. And Twitter as well, but I'm illiterate to an extent, so bear with me. <laughs> Great. Okay, for me at Twitter, uh, at the Lady Pim One, Instagram, the Lady Pim. 
or uh, for the podcast, uh, the Bedpost podcast. We have a Patreon, so much sexy, talking about sexy content that you can buy that's not free on Pornhub. That's at patreon.com slash the Bedpost show. Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Get out of here. Leave. Um, And then uh, our our YouTube page is the Bedpost sex show. If you want to see me and Natalie uh, review a dildo together, that's up on the YouTube page. It's like a year and a half old at this point, but I watched it the other day. It's still fabulous. <laughs> so check it is out. fabulous. It and is. the person I used it with can go to hell. Um. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Because he wouldn't let you peg him. And that sucks. Um, not even peg him. He didn't even like lube. I don't want to get into this now. That's a story for another fucking time. Great. We'll have to have you back on soon. And there's an old ass episode um, of you coming on this podcast from like five years ago. So I'm going to re-listen that at some point. And I encourage you. You're going to hear me cry. Well. Goodbye. <laughs> um, and one last thing I always want to thank the lovely lady who does all the original music for my podcast that's Stephanie Copeland you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com Natalie yes thank you this thank so you great. you're so funny you're so lovely and Stop. I, I feel the love I feel the caring when I talk to you I truly yeah. do I feel like you're and so and it doesn't warm. mean I want to marry you yeah so and, you and look at that I haven't misinterpreted it I just love it for what it is so there you go <laughs> thanks to everybody who's been listening we'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality bye get fucked bye this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network 